All right, so we are back at it. This We're back at what? Back at talking. We, we like We're to talk to each other. <laughs> well, a lot of people be talking these days. Yes, we are in the age of podcast and thank God communication for people because um, we just don't, uh, we don't seem that we like to uh, communicate and prepare and everything in the world. We're just so distracted by what Barbie's doing at the box office. Barbie? It's funny you say that. Yeah. You ever met a woman that was like Barbie? Oh, absolutely. Lord help me. I wanted to shoot myself. It was gnarly. Uh, you, you, you know, you don't mean that literally. No, right? I don't mean that literally. So like, I remember growing up, my sister having Barbies. My little sister. Right. And uh, it's funny how that the standard of women is different here than it is in other countries. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like this thing I've been hearing is like, uh, was it Passport Bros? Oh, Passport Bros. Yes. So what do you know about It's very, very tempting. Well, I mean, you go across overseas to... Your specified region where you want to kind of shop for a wife and you marry someone because I have friends that have Filipino wives here in the United States. And he's always trying to set me up with a sister of his wife or a daughter of his wife or somebody. (laughs) And he's like, dude, they are the most giving, the most, they cook the best. They are selfless. They want to serve you. And they are a joy to be around because you want to come home after a long, hard day of work. You want to come home. You want to relax. You don't want to have the stress of one. Yes, you pay the bills. That's a man's responsibility Two, when you come home, you don't want to have to do everything else after paying those bills. You you've worked hard. And so one hand washes the other biblically and those wives that they bring over from other countries actually biblically work. Well, I think that's that's the whole problem is that you got people that even churchy people like don't necessarily go by what the Bible says about no. d- like traditional um, marriage you know, gender roles, Mm -hmm. you know, it's like saying, well, there's been a whole, there's been a whole agenda, Mm -hmm. you know, that's been broadcast. Um, you know, it's been reported, you know, that that was actually an agenda of those who, I think it was back in the seventies or something. So like the feminist movement. Mm -hmm. And, uh, it's weird how that I really, my eyes were open to the negative effects of the last, uh, what, 40 years um, until I went through a divorce. Well, I mean, it, it started with Elvis. Are you go, go, yeah, you can, yes. Yeah, yeah, it, it, started, it started with Elvis. I mean, there was a, my, my dad likes to talk about a documentary that he watched on History Channel about the um, degrading of the United States man and women. And it all really started with Elvis. It started with Lucille Ball and I love Lucy. 
Um, some translated into Andy Griffith's show, a lot of the indoctrinations of vaccines and living with a drunk, like just accepting drunkardness in Andy Griffith because of Otis. I mean, you have all of these things that play into each other. Lucy, she always lied to her husband. She Mm -hmm. always manipulated her husband Mm -hmm. and Elvis. He moved those hips. It it got women to throw panties, to throw bras, to give themselves a lot more freely in the world for this man. I mean, they, I, I remember CBS said, we can't show his hips on CBS. And, um, that was in a documentary for one of my, uh, television, uh, classes, courses that I took. And so it was just like the degradation, the devastation of America started with media and media content. Yeah. And so, and we're in it right now. I mean, you have women record, record breaking statistics. Women don't want to work. They want to be pampered. They don't want to take care of a home. But they want they some of them want kids still. I know a few that still want kids, but a lot of them don't want children anymore. See, that's strange to me. Yeah, I know. I asked a, a lady uh, not too long ago. If she wanted to be a mother. She said no. And I was because I was kind of interested in her. Mm-hmm. And when she said that, I was just like, Rrr. yeah, Rrr. yeah. they don't want to be a mother. And <laughs> oh, they're vaccinated. Nah, bye. Oh, the vaccinated thing. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, man. I, I'm, oh, yeah. But here's the thing, though. Oh. On a dating app, I'm not paying. I don't really want to pay extra <laughs> for their extra features. But one thing that would make me want to pay extra, which I'm kind of been back and forth about this, but it's like um, it's you, the feature that. tempted with Tinder, paying for Tinder again? No, no, no. It's actually a, a, a dating app called Hinge. I've heard of it. Yeah, it's being blasted all over Facebook right now. I guess if you upgrade or whatever, you're able to filter um, you know, your preferences more. Oh, so yeah. like I could put on there, like, yeah, I want chicks that are only unvaccinated. Mm-hmm. That would be great. I've even yeah. thought like, Hey man, it would be nice to find somebody that could develop an app for me. Cause I would love to like develop my own, you know, dating app, you know, um, it's not hard now. There's apps that create apps. I got you. But, but I mean, I think what my, my issue with that is though, man, is that, you know, some people like to still do things organically, like right. just, you know, hey, uh, I'll go here, go to church, I guess, if you're mm-hmm. Christian or whatever. But I mean, it's like I heard a guy mention the other day something about how, like, we're just we've got too many options. You know, we're, we're we can with dating apps, you can be more selective. Yes, absolutely. And then it's almost like, well, then you don't want to settle but it, but to me, it's just like I don't view things that way. I look at it, but I have caught myself though when I'm flipping through. Like if I got a little extra time, I'm sitting there flipping mm-hmm. through. Like you know, you do the swipe left or the X or whatever. Right. And um, yeah, man, when they're vaccinated, I automatically mm-hmm. hit the X or oh, yeah. swipe left or whatever. Yeah, I won't be I won't be diluting the gene pool anytime soon. Well, but it tells me, but you know, that simple choice, it tells me, you know, a few things. So to me, it's like, not only do, I mean, I personally prefer a uh, female um, Mm -hmm. that isn't so easily following after this culture's crap. Right. Like just, I don't want a brainwashed goofball, you know, that's going to, you know, ruin my life. I've already had that happen. You know, it's just, Mm -hmm. it's funny how that when my ex, you know, 
uh, the more she learned about farm, you know, pharma, uh, what do you call that? Pharmacia. No, um, you know, just the more that she learned about, you know, the pharmaceutical side of things or whatever, it was like it, things just got worse in our relationship. And it was I mean, some might say it's coincidental, but I mean, she was going to school to become a nurse. But to me, it's just like, man, I mean, I've heard of how big pharma and how the pharmaceutical industry affects, you know, the medical industry and how that, you know, some doctors just they're not actually many, 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 many of them are not trained in actual nutrition or actual medicine because it's like somebody saying, oh, well, um, you know, this is a drug, but that's not a drug or when you I mean, to me, I don't call drugs medicine. I mean, to me, there there is a fine line uh, between what's medicinal and what's drugs. Exactly. So in speaking of that, I. Uh, oh, man. You got your little gummies. There we go. I've got uh, was it hemp doctor and the hemp doctor, hemp doctor, milk, chocolate, mini. So it's like. It's a uh, edible. Oh, there you go. And I, I think I'm due for a little bite. And uh, are you supposed to eat the whole thing or no? No. Okay. Oh, absolutely not. <laughs> Shout out to CBDHealthOfIndiana.com. They are carrying these edibles. This one's chocolate. They got cookies and cream. Mm. You are not supposed to eat the whole square. Cause it's like, was it like an inch and a, inch and a quarter? Or yeah, something? I don't know. Um, it, it, you know, we're men. We can't tell how long something is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. There's that trend on TikTok that the, the the women are holding up the tape measure and they have to pull out six inches backwards. Yeah, I don't get me started on that. I That's think it's ridiculous. All right, so, 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 so am I gonna so, start hey, seeing you, something? No, no, you can you can watch me, bro. I'm uh, okay. So. I ain't trying to eat a whole lot, man. I want to hear you chew, but... Mmm, yummy chocolate. So, you can only eat a quarter of it starting out. You do not... I mean, like, the most I've ever ate is half of one, right? And sometimes it can get a little intense. I mean, it... I don't know what your threshold is for that kind of thing, and you're going to find I've never that. had one. You should be good with what the amount that I just gave you. Was that, that was a quarter of a... It'll just... A quarter of it. All right, mellow me out. I'm already a mellow guy, so... But, uh... Uh-oh. So, anyways, I take it for a few reasons, you know... It, Joints. Happiness. Eh. I mean, in general, it's physically, supposed to be good for your Does your it help you fit, physically? It helps you physically? CBD stuff? Yeah. Okay. I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Have you ever smoked weed, man? A few times, but then I ate jars of peanut butter afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't recommend, um, I don't recommend overdoing it. I mean, I think it's my main thing is that, like, like I said, with half of that, man, it's just, uh, yeah, it's definitely not a good idea to, to eat too much of that particular edible and then turn around and like not have food and drink close by or something because it's just, right. yeah, it's not a good idea. But anyways, um, and I got chocolate chip cookies. Oh my. 
But uh, how do you eat all mine? Yeah, I noticed that. <laughs> now, now I got to work on my bowl of fruit. But yeah, man, I mean, as far as medicine goes, man, I mean, I, I don't know why people can't determine the simplicity, you know, of how the, you know, it's just when women are empowered. It seems to me like some of them can't handle that empowerment. Some of them can. Some of them can't. So when I think about Proverbs 31 and what it says about a good, you know, rare, good woman, you know, um, it says that she's, you know, hard to find, you know, she, her price is above rubies and all this stuff. And, mm-hmm. but it talks about how that she strengthens her arms willingly. I like a chick that works out, you know, mm-hmm. at least somewhat, you know, it's like, I, you know, I, it makes sense to take care of your health. I mean, yeah. you know, there's a point where, you know, it, it discusses in Proverbs 31, you know, about how she, you know, she's kind of business savvy mm-hmm. and all she of that. She takes care of the home and, and he is out in the courtyard talking with the men of the courtyard. She goes out and buys a field. There's a lot of different things that Proverbs 31 talks about while a man is out being a man. But does that sound like she's oppressed? No, not a bit. And you're talking about the culture that, that Solomon's writing it from is Jewish. Mm-hmm. It's Hebrew. It's Israelite, whatever. Yep. And I know there's a lot of hate towards them right now, you know, with the whole free Palestine thing and all that. Yeah, we already talked about that, but it's getting intense all over. Yeah. It, it seems to be getting weird, man. It's like, mm-hmm. bro, like you didn't hear anything about Palestine for a long time. And then all of a sudden now, like, you know, uh, you know, it's like some people are even painting Jews as a bad guy. I'm thinking, man, I mean, what would you do? If somebody's shooting rockets, you know, into your town right. and stuff, you know, like what? I don't, I don't know. It's like you're not even there. But how do you if you're just going to go by what the media says about things, man, then it's no wonder why our society's so jacked up. Well, I mean, the media started as a CIA op anyway. So, I mean, the news and everything, it just started as a. There was a great podcast I'd highly recommend listening to from um, Doug Hagman this last week. And he had the guy on there that talked about the history of media, of television, of news, and how the CIA started it. And so when we're just spoon fed this stuff on, I'll say Fox, I'll say CNN, I'll say all of those ones, the, the main MSM mainstream news um, letter agencies, they are all being fed the same script, just presented differently. Well, see what, what I find is that it's like people don't always see the end from the beginning. Right. They don't, they, it's like, they don't believe that whatever they sow, they're going to reap. Mm-hmm. So it's like with the feminist movement, the pharmacy corruption of the medical industry and the food industry and everything. It's like, it's affected our health. It's affected our mental health. I mean, it, I mean, it just, anything that made us America, Mm -hmm. it seems like it's been under attack for so long, but now it's like, we're really seeing like the consequences. Well, we're seeing the spirit of Hamas. We're seeing the spirit of the antichrist being loosed out more upon this world. We are seeing, I mean, just the fact that women don't want to be women anymore. Men don't want to be men. They'll wear dresses. They'll go in for sex changes. I mean, our military, they will pay for your transition. 
see, it don't make no sense. Yeah, bro. I mean, before before anybody gets a sex change, mm-hmm. I would think they need some decent boots. Well, and also and uh, socks, mental and a body armor. Yeah, and men, Lieutenant yeah. Dan told Forrest Gump that he needed, I mean, you know, yeah. dry socks. You know, what I, mean? I mean, they should have started with Lieutenant Dan for the transition stages because he needed he needed longer legs. He needed to transition those little. Never mind. I'm Bad just, I'm, you know what I'm saying? Though? Gotcha. In other words, it's like saying, like, if you're going to have money going somewhere as far as for the military budget or whatever. It's and like, you know those transitional operations are going to be triple the cost. I mean, one grenade costs $800 for their military. I mean, it's over budgeted. Like, they, they do it to to cushion and to get money for the troops. So they'll pay when they requisition arms and munitions, they mute, they do it a exorbitant amount of money. I don't know, man. I, all I know is that this chick, uh, I think her name's Pearl. They ever heard says it's a redhead chick. She's got like a, I don't know. She's kind of, she's got a podcast that is called just Pearl. So she's like, she pretty much, she's one of the chicks that defends men more likely like she's seeing things from our point of view or like, like the, what do you call that red pill or something? Mm-hmm. All right. So she, I'm going to play something that she was explaining. And I think she does a little bit of a better job than I've been doing tonight. Then the provider, the host, don't pick the provider, they pick the chats. Then no fault of Boris allowed the host to leave. Then the government funded them leaving. And then social media made girls that are sixes think they're nines and tens and deserve nines and tens and think they're too good for the guy that's on their level. Yeah. And they marry the guy that's on their level. And then they're thinking about these guys and they're like, damn, I wish I could have had those guys. And so what they do is they break up their home because they think they can do better and they can't. But then what happens? At the end of the day, there's no consequence because of you simps who bail them out. Class dismissed. Yep. I, I like her. I'd, I'd marry her in a second. Uh, that's actually it's funny because I thought of you when I yeah. thought of her because I was thinking I think she's probably his type. Yeah, yep, tall and <laughs> yeah, fit and lanky and yeah. So what she's what she pretty much just said was what I've been trying to say, but what other people are trying to say. So there's a lot of us are I think we're on the same page. Oh yeah, with the idea that it's like, bro, like when you're thinking wrong, mm-hmm. like man or woman, it doesn't matter. Like you're, you're just, you can go too extreme to where you're not seeing the effects. Right. So like, for example, feminism can get so extreme to where you don't even, you're not even realizing your basic role as a woman. Mm -hmm. So like me as a man, you as a man, like we have life experience and we understand what it's like for women to try to walk all over us. Mm -hmm. But she, what she was saying was like, because of social media now, there's women out there thinking way too high of themselves. And I've experienced this mm-hmm. where it's like, I see you're you not at, all that in a bag of chips. woman. Yeah. I mean, I'm like, yeah, come back down to earth. Yeah. You know, uh, I, I just don't really get into this idea where, cause not all women are models. And that's something I yeah. can't stand when I'm, when I'm on, when I'm on my phone, like when I'm just browsing through social media or whatever, it just seems like some of these chicks don't understand. It's like, yes, you may look okay, mm-hmm. but it's not like not all women can be models. No. Not all women can be super Instagram right. famous I mean, yeah. and all that. And it's like, 
you're missing some of them are definitely missing out on good dudes mm-hmm. uh, because they always think that they're you know some rich guy is going to come save them or something. Yeah, and it's rich, like rich man with six six pack six pack equal money six packs equal you know. Joy. Oh, I, I got a. I think I got a. I got a keg, bro. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm. I'm. I'm kegalicious. I, I used to have a friend that used to say he's like, uh, I, "This is a fuel tank for a love machine." Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, because yeah. he was kind of bigger, you know. Yeah. I'm like, seriously, <laughs> like it's it's more to cuddle. Uh, it's warmth in winter. We're we're teddy bears. I mean, I've heard that chicks. There's there's a lot of chicks that that like the dad bod. I I pray that that's true. I really do. But I mean. But you're busy working though, right? I'm busy working. Yeah, you're 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 busy working, right? Yeah, of course. So like, you don't got time to go out. And no, I don't. I don't go out. I'm. I'm. Are you either, on dating apps? Does Facebook dating count? Which I don't think it does. I'm there. Yeah, it and, does it? That, I mean, I, the counts. first thing even that though says, I'm already banned off of. I mean, the first thing that I say on there is you have to be a Christian woman and follow Jesus. And two, you can't be vaccinated. I have my list of standards on it. They're I, not used to that. No, they don't like guys. Like, that have I, I get maybe one or two every quarter of the year that will like me or whatever. And then all of a sudden I, I get a notification on Facebook. Your account's being ready to be deactivated because you haven't used it in over a month. <laughs> oh no, they'll find any reason to yeah. deactivate a conservative or yeah. people like us. I mean, they've given me so much trouble on it. I mean, I've had some bad experiences with Facebook dating specifically. Right. Like just weird stuff, man. Like women trying to like falsely accuse me of um, stuff that didn't make any sense. It's like, I don't even know you. Yeah. Like I've had women on some dating apps or the screenshot our conversation. Cause I told one of them to go to the gym. <laughs> dude, dude, was it was it Chub- oh, not Chewbacca? She tried was to blast the- me all over Facebook and all over the internet and everything, man. Just over because I told her she should go to the gym. I was like, I'm just being honest. Why, I just did, thought she- did you just tell her to go to the gym, or did you invite her to go to the gym with you? There is a difference how women take things. So I'm like. Hey, I don't care. She needs to go. To the hey, gym. I, I'm I'm on a I'm like I, I I've done it before and I, it's worked. I'm be like, hey, I'm on a fitness track right now. If it's summer, I'm on a fitness track. In winter, I do not care what I look like <laughs> and what I eat. I am packing it up for winter and the months of winter for teddy bear status. But when summer hits, I do um, absolutely go to the gym. And I've invited ladies to go to the gym and work out. And it's actually worked, but I don't know if I've never been that, that bold in saying you just need to go to the gym. Well, I didn't plan on matching with her. Oh, like I did. I think she hit me up. Oh, gotcha. And I just figured, well, I was just bored and I was just like, I'm going to toy with this one a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> I gotcha. <laughs> is it, is it that one that, then, that really heavy set woman on that's trending on TikTok right now that, uh, that blindfolds men and, and talks to them and then they take it off and they run away because she's so flipping fat. <laughs> I mean, let me, let me get this straight. I don't mind a little meat on the bones. I don't either. But there is a difference between fat and nasty yeah. and just chubby. You know what I mean? Exactly. I don't mind chubby. I actually yeah. like it. I don't, little, little, I don't, little cush. I don't want some skinny yeah. model looking part. I don't want well, size they, zero. Yeah, I don't understand. Like, there's a point where I would much rather you have a little bit of chub, but but the thing, the funny part about it is, man, is that it's almost like, how should I say this? Like, I don't know why anybody has to tell people this. Yeah. 
Like, why would you have to say, like, I can, with my eyes, I can tell whether or not somebody even tries exactly. to take care of mm-hmm. their health. Oh, yeah. And it doesn't mean you got to be perfect, but dang, you got to have something to work with. And it, and it doesn't, I don't really, I don't know, because of my, I guess also because of my biblical beliefs and all that, that I also think, well, you probably shouldn't destroy the temple, which is your body that mm-hmm. Jesus paid for. Yeah. You shouldn't allow yourself to be so out of shape that you're just dependent on, you know, your regular everyday life to where if somebody was to invite you to a hike, right, that you would probably be embarrassed to go. Yep. Because mm-hmm. you wouldn't be able to handle it or whatever. Yep. I don't mean like a big old long over the weekend camp hike kind of a, you know, many miles kind of thing. I'm just mean, just if you are scared, if a, if to me, if a chick looks like that, I, you know, would, she'd be a liability, you know, to take her to like um, a hike or something like that. Yeah, bro. Like to me, I, I just would rather just uh, not match with such women and I don't care because there's plenty of them. So by the way, I look at it is uh, you, you can have her. I don't, I don't want her. I mean, what? I, I don't even know what she looks like, dude. So I, like, I know. Am I getting your seconds? <laughs> no, like, I'm just saying. Like, <laughs> I'm like, thanks, hey, bro. I have actually. <laughs> I mean, I've had. I had a lady friend I was seeing for a little bit that she had a little meat on her bones and all mm-hmm. that, and uh, it was scrumptious. I mean, of course. Like, I don't. I don't mean I ate her, but I mean it's like. I said scrumptious, like delicious, like. Uh, <laughs> Like I said, when you got something to hold on, no comment. When you got something to hold on to, when you go give a hug, you know, you know, people like to cuddle, right? You know, just like you were saying, like a teddy bear. It's like, hey, that's that's not a problem, but right, but I would say that I am definitely attracted to women that take care of their health, absolutely. And when I go to the gym, you, you, I can tell that a chick is too extreme because that that's also to me that's unattractive for a chick to be so into her looks she's got more testosterone than you do <laughs> well that's a whole nother thing I wouldn't mean in that so yeah definitely um, if she's got more if she looks like she can outlift me then that, to me that's unattractive yeah yeah I, I and uh, I'm a pretty good sized guy I'm what 5'11 260 pounds so yeah. if I think that a female can lift more than me or whatever. Well, I am also um, not exactly a young spring chicken anymore, but I went a lot of years without going to the gym, bro. So, I mean, to me, it's like, you know, you can be too extreme on one end or the other. Right. You know, if you're seeking a partner and, you know, they uh, are kind of the opposite of you. Mm-hmm then what do you really got in common? Right. You know, like people like to. Well, I mean, you got to have things in common. You got to hopefully if you're a believer, she needs to be a believer. There are definitely some things that, that you need to uh, hopefully. Not a believer. Uh, a believer in the Lord. Believer. Believer. You know, like a Justin Bieber fan. Oh, gosh. <laughs> yeah. Supposedly he got saved, but then he was doing something well, weird so. with weird with Ellen DeGeneres. I don't know on her show. I don't know. There's a lot of um, there's a lot of fake people that claim to be Christians just to get recognition in the church. But Jesus said that though. Yeah. So I mean, I mean he he did say many would come saying that he is yep. he he is who he is, you know, and that they would deceive many. Politicians have done it for years, you know, in this right. country. I mean, I mean, I guess you could even look at it like pastors. You know, it's like you know we. 
we don't know what's going on with a person, you know, really sometimes because people don't always share it. But to me, it's like, what's I got to do with dating? What's I got to do with what we're talking about? Well, I mean, bro, to me, a woman, there's more to a woman than just her outside. Right. So when you have someone that's so focused on the outward appearance of things, to me, that's a turnoff right. because there has to be substance mm-hmm. for me. I, I appreciate substance, personality, yep. the things that people used to always make fun of. I'm still looking at like, you know, with my age, you know, and everything. It's like, man, why? To me, it's 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 like, again, the media, when they portray certain values, it's like, well, at some point you got to grow up. Right. And you got to think, well, what really is valuable? Because I'm seeing so many divorces. So many like people try to, they just make up their own rules about how they go about hooking up. Right. So when I say hooking up, I don't mean like just meeting up on, for a one night stand with sex. Right. Cause used to hooking up meant uh, generally like connecting with other people. Right. But people have turned it into a term that normally means like one night stands. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, to me, it's like, yeah. So it's like this thing of making up your own rules, Mm -hmm. you know, trying to make it seem like um, that nothing's ever good enough and all that, man, I can't stand that stuff. To me, it's like, and I was just listening to something the other day where this um, woman that was involved in polygamous uh, relations that they, they, they sounded like they was biblically sound. And so I didn't find fault with anything they said, but I did find a challenge in something that they was talking about. And that was the fact that a woman coming into that type of an atmosphere, that type of relationship where mm-hmm. she's got um, other women she has to deal with. Mm-hmm. That was what they was talking about. They was talking about the dynamics of having these sisters that where, you Sister know, wives. you will see, well, people put a negative connotation on that sometimes. And I mean, it's like, but she was talking about how that you would see what's in you. Mm-hmm. So like if you, you know, are unruly, eventually the man being the head of the house, um, not being abusive. That ain't what we're talking about here. Again, when you look at Proverbs 31, it sounds to me like that woman's pretty empowered. Absolutely. So women don't understand what Proverbs 31 actually does for a woman. It empowers them. I mean, she goes out and buys a field. So that means that she she has the freedom to do so. She has the freedom to do so. I mean, it even says that he, that her husband's heart safely trusts in her. Yep, exactly. And he is out talking with the men of the town and he's just gabbing, like just talking, shooting the breeze with his well, bros. It sounds like he's a little thing. bit older. Yeah, older. Yes. I he's mean, one of the elders of the land, you yep, know, and mm-hmm. all that. In other words, they're established. He people. trusts his wife to have the family's best interest at heart. One hand washes the other one. So, I mean, it pretty much empowers the woman to be Christ-like, just as we're called to be Christ-like as a man. Because, I mean, yeah. But that's the reason for relationships, though. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter if you're male or female. Right. There, there's a reason why people should go to church. Yep. There's a reason why I'm sitting here right now talking with you. This is the Lord's way of helping me in a certain way that I needed and maybe you as well. Mm-hmm. Like. 
to me, it's a blessing to have another human being to talk to, right. to hang out with, to live life with and things like that. And, and, you know, so to me, it's like, there's a reason why the Bible talks about, you know, don't do not forsake the assembling together of yourselves. Mm -hmm. And when you do that for too long, man, it's the devil can really have his way yes. I mean, as far as, I mean, there's only so much he can do, but right. I'm saying that a person, it's like a hot coal. Mm -hmm. You take a hot, one hot coal away from the others and you know, eventually it's, it's going to die. die out, yep. you know, mm -hmm. quicker, you know? Yep. And I mean, when you've got women that don't know any better that uh, that they are taking advice mm -hmm. or they're, 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 they've been influenced by their family, their upbringing, or maybe their college pals or whatever. But it's like I've, I've noticed this even here lately where when women take advice from the wrong friends, because that's her friends, right? Mm -hmm. And she wants to feel independent and she wants to have her friend group and go out on these whatever they do go to the concert or just go out for drinks or this or that or whatever and it's like um with one chick i was dating man it was like i could tell her friends were influencing her in a, in a negative way because her 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 by herself when it was just me and her mm -hmm. it, you know things were cool right but it seemed like when she would go around her friends and stuff, it's like they would influence her. And it's like, even though I don't know exactly what they was telling her, mm -hmm. I could see a difference when she would mention them mm -hmm. or this or that. And it's like, yeah. So let's just say me and her not seeing each other or whatever. I mean, that's uh, where the phrase, show me your friends and I will show you your future comes from. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it definitely translates. I mean, Pastor uh, Mark Driscoll, he just did a sermon series on marriage and what him and his wife condone and don't condone and everything. And he was going in. Um, they both have to agree on the friendships of each other. So his wife comes to him, says, I like this person as a friend. She's really a good mentor for me and everything. And he will meet with her and her husband and they go together. And then he does the same thing with his wife. He says, hey, I really like this man as a mentor, as a brother and everything. So and they go out and have dinner with him and his wife. So they do a quad four person double date almost to see how they all get together and believe and and everything that's the covering of the man and being one with his wife and i think it's very safe and very uh, i don't know i, I want to say biblical um but it's very honoring to each other because i mean that's what we've lost in today's society is respect and honor so when the bible talks about excuse me when the Bible talks about headship, you know, if we wasn't living in this time, when you read in the Bible, uh, things like wives submit to your husbands and all that, you know, that scares women. Some, yeah. some modern well, women. What's the opposite of that? Of what? Of wives submit to your husbands. What's the opposite? What are men supposed to do? That's not opposite. Well, what are men supposed to do in turn for that? Well, I mean... But what we're experiencing in this culture is the fact that even when a man does what he's supposed to do, mm -hmm. these women are wilding out, man. Yeah, but he's supposed to lay down his life for her. But that doesn't mean that she should just commit adultery. Exactly. And leave him hanging. Yep. There's nope. no. Where there's in the no Bible honor. does it ever say that a woman was supposed to be able to easily leave her husband? 
there isn't one. There's, I mean, there's only besides, okay, so you've got death. You can, if someone dies in a relationship, you can remarry. If someone is adulterous, they can remarry. And if somebody abandons the other person, they can remarry. And so, but that doesn't say no. If he goes out and has an affair, yeah, if, uh, adultery uh, affair, you can remarry. Biblically, she can remarry. But see, that comes to the point though that Exodus twenty one ten says, if that man takes another wife, he is not supposed to reduce the benefits, the food and the clothing of the first wife. Right. You know what I'm saying. Right. 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 No. So this I'm is the saying, thing I found in the modern day yeah. church is that a lot of Americans don't perceive. You know how that they're believing in monogamy. Mm -hmm. So when you when you look at the just even being able to properly define adultery, Mm -hmm. I feel like that's a problem because as soon as I mean, these days it didn't used to be like this. But here's the way I perceive this, bro, is that these days when a woman tells me that she left her man just solely because he had something with another woman or whatever, Mm -hmm. I immediately think to myself, the Bible never said that that's cheating. The Bible never said that because it all, because there's men of renown. I'm talking about whether it's King David, you know, uh, was a Gideon, um, all these men. I'm not, I'm not even going to mention, you know, the fact that Solomon had so many, in other words, let's just leave. Don't get me started on Solomon. Even though he, I mean, but that's what I'm saying. Did he get through all of his wives in his lifetime? I don't know. He must have had a, some kind of magical herb or something that I mean, he must get have, it up. He must something. have channeled the Chinese chakra and that 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 stuff that they do over there. I'm like, holy mother, nine hundred and some odd. Yeah. Well, see, it was for political power as well, but we all true, I mean, but it also it, diluted his bloodline. Well, I mean, the the scriptures kind of make it seem like, you know, he allowed these women to turn his heart away yeah. from the Lord mm-hmm. Almighty. Yep. So that's why I normally don't mention him at all. And that's why I, I'm, well, I wish I wouldn't have. But <laughs> in other words, it's like saying this doesn't have a narrative people, that I wanted in. <laughs> people don't really realize that if you don't read the scriptures for yourself, you're going to mm-hmm. miss out on some things. Right. And to me, it's like. Until I was introduced to a certain paradigm Mm -hmm. that shifted me into understanding why the society has so many problems with marriage, it's like saying that, you know, what is a concubine? Do you know what a concubine is? I mean, no, enlighten me. So, according to the scripture... A concubine is like our modern day girlfriend that is committed to only that man and serves him, bears him children, but she doesn't have the same inheritance rights as a wife, right? Right. So in modern day, though, (laughs) you have churches that will easily say that that they're fornicating and all this. I'm like, man, that's not scriptural. Why call something a sin if it's not a sin? Like, don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to advocate mm-hmm. for loose living, but it's it's crazy how that I have mentioned to a female that I was dating about how the fact that, you know, you need to know this about my beliefs right now. I'm going to be upfront with you about it. And at first she acted like she could deal with it. The fact that there was even that possibility there, I'd see other women other than seeing her because it's like, man, sometimes it just doesn't make sense to commit to one woman 
for, for or or even in other words, it goes back to the, even the question like, well, if I'm dating somebody, do I have to only date them? And and what I've noticed about somebody, uh, um, a previous uh, mutual acquaintance of ours, mm-hmm. he him and his people would call it serial. Was it serial dating or so? And they would kind of condemn it. Yeah. You know, and I'm thinking, bro, it's really none of your business. You know, like what? How can you how can you really judge somebody for saying that? Well, OK, I'm, I'm going to go on a date with this person this week and then the next week I'm going to go on a date with another person. Yeah, and I'm like, but, but it also has to deal with your definition of dating, because the world's definition of dating is very different from a believer's or a Christian's definition of dating or courting or whatever. But that's what I'm trying to get at, man, yeah. is that even myself, when I mention some of these things about what the Bible says about stuff, some people, they are only going by what other people have told them. Right. I mean, we, I mean, it, the Bible, I mean, it, it, there's a lot of arguments. I've, I've argued this before. I mean, my former life and everything, I've lived that lifestyle before and stuff. So, I mean, it's, it is definitely a, a topic, a kind of a heated discussion topic for Christians to, I mean, you have the argument, I'll just play devil's advocate. You have the, have the thing is, well, why didn't God give Adam more than one wife? It's not Adam, Eve, and Elizabeth. It was Adam and Eve. Okay, but it takes one man and a woman mm-hmm. to come together in order to produce children, right? Correct. However, you had to start somewhere, right? Right. Mm-hmm. But you Don't get will me started never. Where Cain got his wives? Well, some people propose that it was as simple as saying that the Lord didn't have to disclose. Like other people he had created. Exactly. I mean, it, think, I mean, think how, how silly that is. If we do believe he created Adam and Eve, mm-hmm. then why wouldn't he have created other people? Absolutely. How, why couldn't he create other people? I mean, but but even then it's like. Could have been the Nephilim that were already on the earth? I don't know, man. I mean, not only that, but people have said things like, you the know. Genesis 6 conspiracy abounds. <laughs> What's that? That that book right behind you, uh, the Genesis six conspiracy about all of the ne- where Nephilim came from and when they were created, what day of creation they were created. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, it is quite quite interesting. I highly recommend that book, and he's getting ready to write a part two. Gary Wayne is the author. Yes, highly. The Genesis it. six conspiracy: How secret societies and the descendants of giants planned to enslave humankind. Yep. But see, I think this goes, I think this has everything to do with what I'm talking yeah. about mm-hmm. or what we're talking oh, about in the sense that, you know, like when you think about the plots, the plans, the strategies that have been released as mm-hmm. far as like it's been broadcast, it's been made apparent um, that, you know, that these enemies of America have purposely infiltrated our country. Mm-hmm. They've purposely set forth certain strategies to weaken us. And one of them, I honestly believe that they have, have used is attacking the family and the roles, the gender roles. Right. Cause when you've got people out here saying this crazy stuff about how that there's more than two genders, I'm yep. sorry, bro, but that's just straight up garbage to me. Right. And when you, when, when I'm, 
Well, I mean, it's, but that's the thing, man. It just, it's not so simple. It's like saying like, you know, just even between me and you, you know, I kind of think I know what you just said mm-hmm. about, you said former life and all this stuff or whatever, but it's like, you know, we can touch on it a little bit, mm-hmm. but my question is, is how was you regulating your relationships if you was with multiple women? Was you biblically regu- regulating it or was you just kind of like, eh, I'm just going to kind of do whatever? Definitely was not biblically re- regulating it. But why? Because I wasn't living biblically for one thing. Only because you was seeing more than one woman? No. Um Cause I didn't really, I was not in the word. I was not reading. I was not pursuing the Lord. I was pursuing what I wanted and not what the Lord wanted. Why do you know what he wanted? Well, um, I know he wasn't wanting me to be smoking weed, be selling weed, be, um, who says that? Well, I mean, it separates us. It like it. How do you know that? Because I've seen drugs, I've seen addiction, I've seen those things that people put in front of the Lord. Oh, well, even a good thing can become an idol. Absolutely. Yeah. No, I, I get that. Even the gym can become a an idol. Yeah, I had to take a break. Yeah. I mean, my, my waistline shows that I took a break. <laughs> But no, I mean, for one thing, like, so biblically, what is biblical polygamy? Well, some say it's Can not, you explain it's that not, to the listeners and to myself? Well, according to Exodus 21, 10, that verse alone, you know, pretty much lays it out that the, the even Moses was writing about the fact of your responsibility as a man that if you take an additional woman, you're not to leave the first one. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. So what some guys don't get is that when you, if you leave your wife for just whatever reason you want, mm-hmm. like if you ain't trying to measure it biblically, then man, it's possible you're committing adultery. Right. Like you're not supposed to abandon your wife. You're not, or a wife ain't supposed to abandon her husband for just any reason. I mean, you know, once upon a time, people valued marriage in this country. Right. And it's no wonder why the passport bros, which we mentioned earlier, it's Mm -hmm. like, it's no wonder why some guys want to go out of this country to find wives. Because you said it. What did you say? When you, when your acquaintances or friends or whatever Mm -hmm. was talking about trying to set you up with one of these Filipino women. Yeah. What what did you say it again? What was, what was the characteristics that that you think were positive out of these women? So when, when like in the, in Today's society, men go out and work. We create, we get the finances to buy houses, buy cars, buy the food, buy everything for our household. And so we are looking for something peaceful when we get home. Or we want to go home. We want to take off the weight of the world that we have on our shoulders. And we want to just relax. And what all of my, like the two friends that I have that, that got Filipino wives say they are the most loving, they're the most sacrificial, they cook, they clean, they put you first whenever you're around them and they take care of the home. I mean, that's the definition of a Proverbs 31 woman right there. It's like they take care of the home. I'm like the, the, this one brother that I know, his wife, he, she just built their back deck while he was at work. Wow. I'm like, 
try, try doing that with, with the 22 year olds these days in the United States. Yeah. I mean, they barely know what a VHS player is nowadays. I got you. But, so, I mean, when, when I mentioned polygyny or polygamy, whatever, I mean, whatever, yeah. I mean, it is what it is, but, um, you know, the biblical view that I have come to over the last few years is the fact that men have a different role than women. So you just mentioned a positive role of a wife, a woman that assists a man, supports him, puts him first, all this stuff or whatever. But what women are doing these days, man, is not that. Right. So I'm not talking about them. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about when you look at even history. Right. In other countries around the world over many years, you know, it should be very universal that when you get into a relationship with another person, whether you're a man or a woman, doesn't matter. I would say I'm not talking about, you know, same sex marriage. I'm not talking about that. I'm just saying that, you know, the, the role of a man should be simple. Mm hmm. And the role of a woman should be understood and simple. And you with polygyny, biblical polygyny, it looks to me like, well, it's that patriarchal frame of mind. It's like the chief tribal leader. You know, right. it's like you have a man that is the head of a thing. And if you want to look at government, it's like we have examples of rulership all across you know, human history, right? We, we think of a king, we think of his what? His kingdom. Right. Okay. But I don't think a man's a king just because he, you know, does a few things and maybe pays a few bills. It's like, bro, you're not a king. I mean, come on. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, some people want to be a king or a queen or whatever. You hear that a lot. Right. You know, but they don't always want the responsibility of a king or a queen, which is what? If you think about it, ruling well is a, even a qualification for like a bishop or a pastor or something, right? It's like, you, you know, we just mentioned that earlier you know, before, you know, coming on here is mm-hmm. that, that the Bible promotes this idea that if you can't rule your own house, then you shouldn't be trying to rule the house of the Lord. In other words, you, exactly. I mean, you, 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 you first start with the family. And um, even the Lord said himself that, that, you know, he desired that, um, you know, that the father's heart would be turned to the son and the son to the father, you know, so that way he would not smite the earth with a curse. And um, so that means that the Lord values family. And when, when the Lord, I'm not talking about nobody else. See, this is the, this is the thing about our societies that, I mean, it seems to me that even Christians that claim to have like that one way, like, yo, Jesus is the only way and we're so knowledgeable and all this, but it's like, bro, like it's very evident when you read that Bible, if you do, because here's the thing, I know a lot of people that don't. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, there's some people that can barely talk about it because they, they've never really took the time to stop and read it. But when you take the time to study these matters out and not just look at biblical history, but also just human history in general, it's like you will see 
that there are times where societies and governments uh, have not liked competitiveness. In other words, a king, kingdom. And when that king comes upon an opposing king, then it's like, well, then what's his strategy to overtake that guy? If, if that king desires to take the other king's kingdom, his territory, his resources, whatever, he wages war. The, he, Jesus even mentioned that. He's like, what king goes to war without first sitting down and, you know, strategizing? Right. So when That's you think. king. Well, I mean, you think about polyg- polygyny and it's like, well, the Lord commanded us to be fruitful and multiply. He said to Adam and Eve, be fruitful and multiply. Okay, And when you see throughout Genesis, when we come upon Abraham, the Lord never condemned him for getting with another woman other than Sarah. So it's like he had a wife, then he had a concubine, okay, that his wife gave to him because she did not believe that the son of promise was going to come from her because she was supposedly too old to have a kid or whatever. So then she had a servant or a maiden or whatever you want to call it that she gave to Abraham, which is Hagar. Mm -hmm. When Hagar tried to leave because she got tired of the crap of Sarah or whatever, Mm -hmm. drama, whatever, supposedly according to the scriptures, the angel of the Lord told Hagar to go back and submit. Mm Mm-hmm. And yet you've got a lot of people, bro, that they don't like hearing these things. Right. I mean, that's also how we're having all the wars in the Middle East right now is because of that story that you just told. Well, that that goes deeper than I want to discuss at this point. But I'm just saying when you focus on the fact that the Lord did not condemn polygyny, Mm -hmm. okay, if anything, he promoted it, the Lord himself you know, is even, he's a polygynist. So, I mean, I don't know. It's kind of weird how that people. How is he a polygynist? Judah. So you've got, okay, so somewhere I'd have to find it, bro, where he talks about how that it's like Israel and Judah were two different kingdoms. I mean, it was of the same you know, I mean, in other words, it was of the Jewish people, right? Mm-hmm. But there was different tribes. Right. So Israel used to be Jacob. Judah was another one. But it's like when you look at King David, he didn't just rule over Israel. Judah. See, that's what I'm saying. When you don't know these things about the, these histories and all that, it's right. like you you won't see it properly. Yeah, no, I, I, I don't. I mean, no, no, I'm not saying you. I'm just saying yeah. people in general, even myself. It's like there's times where you have to know what you're talking about in order to be able to see things differently than just saying, well, you know, I don't care about none of that. Um, how does that affect me? Blah, blah, blah. But it's like, man, if... Men had their rights back in this country because obviously we've been stripped of our rights. I don't really want to go into that because most guys, you know, understand that, you know, if you get a divorce, man, it's possible a man could lose everything. Everything. Yep. Especially if you live in California and you have alimony, you don't even have to have kids and your wife is going to get half of everything. So in saying that, it's like the Lord did mention how that he divorced um, Israel and Judah mm-hmm. because of what? Their stubbornness and rebellion. I mean, yep. I could uh, find it right quick, but in the meantime, um, I would say maybe you can answer another question for me. Oh, dear. 
So if a man has rights, mm -hmm. headship, according to even the New Testament, then why is it, why does it seem like men are becoming so emasculated, you know, like they're being stripped of their rights in America? You know, it seems like things are falling apart and all that. And it's like, well, you know, doesn't that mean that if we, let's just say if the Lord gives us more time, if you was to t attempt to be a patriarch, mm -hmm. you're going to have all kinds of opposition. So what, what are you going to do about that? How are you going to handle that? socially church whether what no matter where the opposition is coming from like if you want to, to be a patriarch and have more children or just even have you know one or two women mm -hmm. whether it's wife or concubine i'm not going i'm not saying that i'm just saying that in general if you want to date or if you want to have a family and go live off grid or whatever it's like I really don't care about social acceptance. Right. No, I've, I've, yeah. I have really accepted kind of, the fact that I'm probably not going to be socially accepted by a lot of people. Right. Same here. So anyways, what do you do to correct this in your own life? Like, do you think that biblically, even if you was to stay monogamous where where you only had one woman, it's like, but how do you maintain the headship or, you know, it's like, wouldn't you need a woman that's willing to submit to that? I would say so. I mean, she would have to get into the idea of sharing her husband. I mean. But they're always trying to make it seem like they're equal to us. And I'm like, it's not about that. It's not about yeah. equality because obviously we're two different genders. Yep. And yet you've not only do you have the equality thing that has t taken place over the last 40, 50 years in America, but it's not equality because it's just like with a lot of other things, people may people may claim they want equality. Right. But then they eventually want to dominate. True. They don't want equality. They just they want to be given a foothold yep. in order to get their foot in the door so they can stick their your their foot in your face. You know, I mean, it's just, you know, I've seen that, you know, when you talk about civil rights, it's like, bro, like I'm not racist at all. So right. in the time we've grown up in, mm -hmm. you know, I've I've seen a little bit of racism here and there, but no, nothing like before our time. But to me, it's just like, do I mind that certain people are granted similar rights to me no i don't mind right but i would say this is that is there still a order that we where we should govern our 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 country to where we don't just let anybody from anywhere to migrate here mm -hmm. and then impress their beliefs on us especially when it comes to marriage it's like bro like Islam, there, there's a lot of Islam that, that they proclaim, you know, um, polygyny, mm -hmm. polygamy, whatever, right. you know, but like some of their rules are very strict and some of them that are really extreme. It's like, bro, they will straight up beat their wife or even kill mm -hmm. her if, um, you know, she's caught, you know, I'm not, I don't mean having sex with, but I mean, just even hanging out with uh, a male that's not in their immediate family or something. I've heard things like that. Right. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, it's like there's different customs in different cultures, you know, where, you know, poly polygamy works for them. Mm hmm to where they can um, where they can multiply or whatnot but it all has to start with the headship so again how would you say that a man's supposed to have headship in a, in a country right now as far as right now 
uh, it may change if certain things were to happen. But I'm just saying, as far as right now, how would you handle being the head where in a society that tells you you're not supposed to um, be above your wife? You're, oh, you're supposed to be equal. Equal. I would say read your Bible and grow some balls. <laughs> Whoa, man, that sounds like a t-shirt idea. <laughs> read your Bible, grow some balls. I mean, it's a good one, man. I, I got to use that. <laughs> I mean, seriously, like we've, we've exchanged our, our balls for a PS4 controller. I don't know a PS4. Well, I'm just saying I most, don't any game most guys these days, millennials, dude, if we actually, there's, you know, there's so much talk about, um, instituting the draft. Do you know what that would do to the Gen Zers? Oh man, it's a whole nother topic of discussion, bro. I mean, well, no, I'm just, I mean, I'm, I, so I'm the man, the-, the men that wear dresses that have already gone through. Oh, look, I got a Tinder swipe right. There we go. <laughs> but, supposed to be focused on. I know. <laughs> Sorry. Um, but I mean, seriously, dude, it's like, what would happen? Are you feeling that? Huh? Are you feeling that? What? The- oh, the edible? Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe I need some more of it. I don't know. No, 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 no. I'm not. I'm not. I don't want or, to. Or do no, you no, no. see me? Do you see me feeling it? I, I don't know. But um, I don't recommend you taking any more. I don't know how you handle it because of me. That's funny. The Lord divorced. Go ahead, man. Oh, what? I'm, I'm oh, okay. thinking out loud. But um, no, I mean, if we actually had the the draft, what would the boys do the Gen Zers do I mean they would they would coward I mean they would honestly I understand see this I understand what you're saying but at the same time I look at it from a different point of view because I tried to go to the military Mm -hmm. when I was younger 20 something years ago I tried four or five times um, and they wouldn't take me. Right. I got flat feet and I tried some illicit drugs um, that and wouldn't lie about it because your recruiter will tell you to lie about it. Right. And when you go to the MEP center, they tell you not to lie about anything because you can get in big trouble and all this stuff and all that. But uh, yeah. so, yeah, I, I my conscience and me be trying to be a Christian and everything. I was like, I didn't want to lie about anything. So, you know, it disqualified me, supposedly, whatever. But the funny part is you had people that would lie about their past drug use or whatever and get waivers and all this stuff. And they would get in. And it's like, but then I would hear that they would do the things while they're in there. So it's like they would party and a lot of loose sex, you know, a lot of, a lot of, a lot of sin and a lot of all that stuff or whatever. So what, but what I was trying to say though, man, is that when someone condemns somebody for dodging the draft, it tells me they don't understand this thing called freedom Mm -hmm. because Regardless of your opinion, how can you claim to want freedom for yourself, but then claim other people should be obligated to go fight a war for a politician that maybe we don't, none of us even back this politician. Exactly. You know what I mean? When you're, when you're talking about 
instituting the draft, it's like, bro, I, I really don't want to be under the command of certain leaders. You know what I mean? Yep. I mean, I. It's not that I'm a coward. It's just right. that I really do not support certain political beliefs and certain agendas that are operating in the world right now. Mm -hmm. In our country, we have a problem with simple with, with simplicity. Mm -hmm. Why in the world would you want to be forced to serve under certain? Commanders in chief. I'm not. I'm not even mentioning names. I'm just saying, like, so oh, I will. <laughs> okay. Especially when they're forcing the vaccine mm -hmm. on you, oh. uh, and that's just. Well, I mean, one, the military is always. The military is always done. They call it the peanut butter shot. It's like this massive tube of your vaccine that they shove in you when you get injected or in inducted into the military. So, I mean, vaccines are vaccines. I think, I don't know. I'm just, I'm, I'm over the vaccine because I'm like, I've seen so many deaths. I have, it's just mind boggling of what they are doing with the vaccine, what we've allowed. But that's what I'm trying to say, though, man, is that if somebody doesn't want to take that vaccine, that may be the one and only reason why they don't want to uh, be drafted. Right. You know, I mean, it's about trust. And a lot yeah. of people do not trust the federal government. Did you see they what New York brought out, brought back out? They said they, they said that all uh, hospitals that fired people due to them not wanting to take the vaccine have to pay them back pay for all of the months, weeks and years that they were fired, quote unquote, fired from for not taking the jab. I'm like, that's huge news. This came out this past week. I heard something like it, but yeah. I mean, it don't surprise me. I mean, no, it doesn't, but it, it should have never happened in the first place. Right. Tell me about it. Okay. So I found, I found what I was talking about earlier. Okay. So in the book of Jeremiah chapter three, verse eight, it says, she saw that for all the adulteries of that faithless one, Israel, I had sent her away with a decree of divorce. This is the Lord talking about his dealing with Israel because mm -hmm. of idolatry, other, you know, the religions, other gods creeping up like these people allowed their hearts to go astray. Right. Right. So when he's talking about Israel, he's talking about an entire nation. Mm -hmm. He ain't talking about an individual. He's talking about a group of people. So it's like where he's not, it's just, it's like, what do you call that? Uh, a general metaphorical type thing going on. So yet her treacherous sister, Judah did not fear even after she saw how the Lord dealt with Israel. Isn't that weird? Yet her treacherous sister Judah did not fear, but she too went and played the whore. Hmm. So I don't care about some people's perspective. I do care about yours, bro. Mm -hmm. And I want to understand when you see that Jacob did marry two sisters, mm -hmm. when you see that Gideon and in, in the scriptures, it says that Gideon had many women because mm -hmm. he had many, many children. Mm -hmm. 
from these women after he went through this battle, you know, that the Lord put him through and all this. And it's like, oh, you know, the Lord tried to encourage him from the beginning when he, when the angel of the Lord appeared to him and was like, you're a mighty man of valor. And, and he's, and at first he's like, what? what are you talking about? You know, it, it's like sometimes the Lord has to encourage us in order to get us to do what he wants us to do. Very true. And yet I'm trying to encourage men to read the Bible for themselves and get, you know, seek a better relationship with your creator. Because think about it, man. I mean, if it was the only reason, it's like the blessing of the Lord sounds to me from what I read in the scriptures that the blessing of the Lord actually will cause you to not only be able to find one wife, but more than one. Right. And who, who, who do you think doesn't want that? I mean, if you as a we man, are men. well, that's what I'm saying though. But like, if we was to multiply, who do you think doesn't want that? Satan and Nazis. Yeah, they don't want us to continue our bloodlines. Okay, that's what I'm trying to get at, man. Right. So you have people out here that they they fight with their ideologies, their whatever it is, they, they fight with doctrines of devils because the apostle Paul mentioned how that there would be those who would forbid marriage. Okay. He also says something about those who would like, you know, would say to abstain from meats, but he, 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 when he mentions this, God's marriage to Israel, I mean, so you're a believer mm-hmm. and you would, you would probably like to think that you're trying to be like your heavenly father, right? I mean, living pure, living holy, being, I mean, walking in his guidance. Yes, I hope. So when we go by the scriptures and he even, you know, Jesus mentioned how that if you love me, you'll obey my commands. Mm-hmm. So... You've got people that will claim that they're not under the law, the Old Testament law. Mm -hmm. But I'm pretty sure that the Apostle Paul mentioned something about that. In other words, there's a place in the New Testament even where it mentions how that, you know, we're still supposed to gain insight from from the scriptures because the only scriptural reference that they had at that time, it wasn't the apostle Paul's writings. That wouldn't, that wouldn't count it as the Torah, right? The Jewish law or whatever. Mm -hmm. But when you read certain things, man, it's like, well, wait a second, you know, how did I overlook that for so many years? Because it's almost like in the church, they teach you to overlook these things because they're a lot of what a lot of them will say, that was for then. That's not now. That know? is their number one thing. But I mean, what what are the the, the relationships of polygon, polygony or polygamy, biblical multiple wives? What are the instances like almost like written out of the ones that actually succeeded that did not Bro, spawn? Bro, talking about the 12 tribes of Israel. How do you get polygony out of that like I, Jacob I'm, had four women he had look Jacob 
is Israel, right? Oh, I got you. I got you. you. Jacob was, he, he got tricked into marrying two sisters. Right. He wanted Mm -hmm. one. He got buy one, get one free. (laughs) Best Buy special. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But he was tricked into it. Yeah. But the 12 tribes of Israel. (laughs) But then the scripture says that he had two additional women. So he had two concubines and he had two wives, right? Yeah. So the 12 tribes of Israel came from two women primarily. Okay. But there was additional children that, that was also in the mix of all of that. Gotcha. Okay. So when you we're talking about Israel, gotcha. okay. the twelve now, t- now tribes. I'm on, of now Israel. I'm on your. Now I'm on the level you are. My apologies. I've had a lot going on today. My mind's not a hundred percent here. No, you're right. No, I'm just saying that. Like, so when you think about the patriarchy. The ideology of the concept of the man yep, being the head of his home. Build, yep. It's a simple concept. Have babies. Okay, but it's but it's also about the governing of okay. of a family because a family is not just some leave it to beaver little right. thing. A family can turn into a government if if it's around long enough. Well, a family can can be like a, a functioning nation. Right. Because even because the Lord had promised Abraham that he would be, you know, he, he would his descendants would be as the stars of the sky. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, how do you how do you have descendants that are like the stars of the sky if you're only limited to monogamy? You know what I mean? When you're only breeding one woman. You need to have more than one. To but, but I don't think it's only about having children. I think it's also about functionality. In other words, if you're running a business, you know, you you need to be able to manage other people. Right. So a man can't be ruled by a woman if the, the scriptures say that a woman is not supposed to rule over her man. Mm-hmm. But that's a curse from Adam and Eve. Mm-hmm. Another thing that if you didn't, if you didn't read the Bible, then maybe you would overlook that. Maybe even if you do, or maybe if you go to church, you know, and you just relied on your pastor to feed you like a good little um, sheep that you are or whatever. It's like, bro, how are you supposed to avoid the wolves? Right. If you're not like grounded in the scriptures, because. The Apostle Paul said there would be some that would forbid marriage. Yep. So if marriage is a thing the Lord protects, and he is not a proponent of homosexual marriage, and I will never apologize for that because my creator doesn't. Right. And if he says that. So so on this polygamy, polygamy, you, you can't have fun with both wives at the same time. I don't know. I would assume <laughs> not. See, again... As a man, I believe that you need to have be able to control yourself. True. And so it's a Monday be, be, wife, Tuesday wife, Wednesday wife, Thursday. Wife. I don't know, man. I, I just know that, you know, there's there's scripture that says that a woman is not supposed to lay with another woman as she does with a man. So why would you try to get them together like this that? Is true. Yep. I mean, yeah, if your women are that submitted to you where they can control themselves and all that. But, you know, to me... Uh, Two women should never passion, passionately make love to each other. Right. 
Yeah. And, and there's some guys that may at that point turn me off. I don't give a crap. Right. Bye, Felicia. Because <laughs> if you, because well, I mean, men's nature. I mean, it's men's oh, nature. Yeah. I mean, no, nah, bro. I mean, I don't see, think we, it's hard to deny the, you know, to just say, hey, uh, I don't, you know, yeah. I don't need to watch two women, you know, making out. Right. 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 That shouldn't turn me on. Right. Yeah. Sin turns people on, bro. It does. Yep. Very true. But the thing is, is that the Lord created sex. Yep. So if the Almighty and wants you to be fulfilled, mm-hmm. but He also wants you to be self controlled, that's pretty yes. evident in the Bible. Absolutely. So when I drink wine, for example, do I drink a bunch of wine to where I'm stumbling around too much? No, I try not to. It's a bottle a night keeps the doctor away, right? I didn't drink the whole bottle. Oh, okay. I last night I only <laughs> I I've cooked myself a big steak. Nice. And uh, I drink maybe. Uh, half of a bottle there you go but you know i jesus jesus turned water into wine yeah it was fermented don't give me anybody i'll debate anybody to the moon and back to the moon and back whatever you know what i mean are you getting there about (laughs) about the wine that jesus made was fermented because it says it was the best wine. They saved the best for last. Yeah. You think the best wine is going to get you drunk. The best wine is going to get you drunk. Exactly. But that doesn't mean go out and get filled drunk all the time. Exactly. See, that's what I'm saying, man. I have not got drunk right. in a long time. Same here. And even the times I got buzzed, it was like, bro, I was most likely just going to bed. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, there's a point where I know when to take long breaks from stuff. You know, I don't need, I, I don't have that weakness where I need, you know, someone else to intervene into my life or someone else to tell me. It's like, I don't, you know, and you think about it these days, man, you can call an Uber mm-hmm. if you, if you want to, if you don't want to drive right, and all that. But, but it's like it's that self-control aspect of things. It's like, you know, a lot of things can be good in moderation. Mm-hmm. And yet you've got some people that they would try to make it seem like that the men of the Lord that's mentioned in Scripture, which there's plenty of them, mm-hmm. um, that them having more than one woman, they would th- be like, oh, well, that's that, you know, they I've never really heard a good argument against it. I've heard people try. I've, I've heard people attempt it. I've searched on the Internet. I've searched YouTube. You know what I mean? And I really don't find too many people that ha- that that can argue against polygyny biblically. Okay, I, I haven't found anybody that can really do me in. And in, in other words, it's like the more I read about it, bro, the more I'm convinced that the Lord wants the man to be empowered. Mm-hmm. And the daily. way but, multiple times daily. I'm just kidding. Well, I mean, it, <laughs> yeah, there's a, there's a place for abstinence. Yeah. But I don't see that because even the Apostle Paul mentions how that. Um, he mentioned certain regulations. I think of, the abstinence comes once a month for the woman. I mean, they, it's kind of God's force of abstinence for the man. Another reason to have another woman. Right. Well, normally they, they sync up. If they live in the same house, they sync up, bro. That would be horrible. Oh, yeah. They sync up. Trust me. I know. So, uh, I mean, I'll say it like this, man. It's not so much that I want, you know, a bunch of women or whatever. Don't lie to us. Come on. No, 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 no. Ladies, he wants more than one wife. So send in your applications. Well, what, I, what I'm really trying to say is, is that if you had one good one. Right. You wouldn't need, you wouldn't need another one. 
Would uh, you? I mean, I don't know. I mean, I mean biblically speaking, the Lord gave it, the Lord literally. I'm going to find it. So, so why didn't why Lord, didn't why didn't God keep uh, Lilith, but He destroyed her before before Eve? Why did why did why didn't they, why didn't the Lord keep both of them? Where's this proof of uh, in existence or a record of Lilith? Mm, do some research on it. It's a lot in the scrolls. Is it in the Bible? It's in the scroll, Dead Sea Scrolls. So who is she? For Adam's first wife. For who? It's what they say. But who's they? I don't know. The writers of the Dead Sea Scrolls or the writers who of the scrolls? who said that, though? You know what I'm saying? Um, Did you read the Dead Sea Scrolls? I don't read the language that it's written in. But that's what I'm trying to get at, man, is that anybody can claim anything. True. I need to see. I need to see proof, man. Yeah. I mean, and, that, and, and I'm kind of teasing with a little thing. I just wanted to see what your reaction was. But well, I have I mean, heard you it should, before. You should understand by now, bro. Like, yeah. I, I try to I try to point people to the Bible mm-hmm. because I don't have all the answers, and I'm still learning. I mean, I'm still. I mean, I'm pretty solid. I mean, I have a solid foundation. I would say I've been through some stuff, you know, and I've had to debate people. Right. You know, Satanists, right. atheists, you know, liberals, all mm-hmm. this, all, all this stuff. That's fun debating liberals. But there's a time I like it. There's a time I don't, you know, and sometimes it just gets annoying because it's like with some people, no matter what you say, they won't accept the possibility that they can be wrong. There are some people that think they're so right, that they're so knowledgeable or they just don't care to where their ear, they really don't got ears to hear, man. You, right. you know, if the Lord told, I mean, you know, think about it. Think about how, you know, just degraded this culture is when it comes to, I mean, I can't fathom. I, I never, I really never imagined when I was um, younger, I never imagined how twisted things would get. Oh gosh. I mean, dude, like seriously, I'm like growing up, I, I grew up in Whiteland, Noblesville and Whiteland. Then we moved up here to Greenwood and I'm like, dude, I remember just riding my bicycle. Um, and, um, in the neighborhood, not worrying about anybody, but now it's just like, you, you, you don't know who's who anymore. I'm like the, the violence that I get, uh, on my net, on my phone alerts now of the mass shooting that just happened the day before yesterday of 22 people and 60 injured. Where's this? Maine. Oh, I'm like, they're using all of these things. I'm just like, where did all this violence, hatred and bitterness come from? And that's like, I, I don't know, man. I, I mean, me, I don't get why people don't think more because I'm a, I'm an overthinker. Man. Right. I mean, I mentioned mm-hmm. this earlier and I'm like, I can't really stress enough the fact that there's a point where you need to stop and think about things. I don't think we do think about it. We think about things from a demonic perspective nowadays. Isn't that weird? Yeah. I just mentioned that. Doctrines of devils. Yep. So, I mean, if that's the case, then I'm not, like I said, man, I'm not looking for social acceptance. You know, I know there's people that will hear this and, you know, they may, you know, not like some of the things I say, you know, and it's fine. I'm not worried about it. Right. I'm not, I'm not really here on earth as far as I'm concerned to be accepted. Um, 
by people because the way I look at it is I'm just a mailman. Right. If a mailman delivers you some bad news, like a bill you don't want to pay, should you kick that mailman's ass? <laughs> I mean, it's not it, his fault. You know, as far as I last time I checked it, you know, the mailmen are protected by federal law and all this. So right. I don't recommend you touching the mailman. But some people want to mess around and find out. Right. And when, you know, when we look at ourselves as Christians, we should look at ourselves as mailmen and we should be willing to deliver the mail and leave the rest up to the Lord. I'm not here to convince you of anything. I'm really not. That's not my job. So, I mean, when I, when I point to the, the Bible, you know, I think it has more value and more validity than a lot of people want to, you know, really, they just don't want to put proper respect on something that there used to be a lot of respect on it. Right. So like, I remember going to a hotel when I was a kid, there would be a Bible in the hotel room, you know, and now, I mean, I can't really tell you the last time I've seen a Bible in the hotel room. Oh, I st- I'm in the ghetto rooms, in the crack houses, in the in the the Dollar General ones. But you get what I'm saying. Though? I, I mean, you. it's yeah, just yeah. in this country in general, the yep. Bible used to be more honored. Oh yeah, and um, I just don't perceive how we're supposed to make it without it. Well, I mean, they want they they want us to be um, distracted. They want us to be um, they want us to not be in the Bible and of the Bible. So even amongst us, though, that are believers, like we should concern ourselves with, you know, the fact that like to me, man, I, I look at it like it's an honorable thing. You know, if you only want to deal with one woman that's fine right um but there's so many other issues that how should i say it's like it should be basic man like you know jesus did say that don't condemn you know unless you plan on being condemned i mean it's like how you judge you will be judged it's matthew exactly. like what seven mm-hmm. it's like well you know the measure that you use that's the measure is going to be measured to you absolutely you know so like the way that you judge people and the way that I see people all the time, man, they are, it's like, they're always, uh, there's so many people, man. It's like every day I just see how that they want to condemn people for stuff. It's like, well, you're, you're really not even in a position where you're remotely capable of judging a matter when you don't even really, you, you yourself don't subscribe to the creator's plan. Right. So, I'm not concerned about everybody's judgment. I really am not. I mean, like I said before, and this is the honest truth is that, yeah, if I could find one good woman, yeah, I mean, there, there's a point where I might just hold on to that one good woman or whatever. But at the same time, because of what I've been through and what I read in the Bible and all that, it's like, bro, like women are replaceable. You, you realize that, right? Yeah. And I think that they want to flip the script, like the role reversal stuff. I've witnessed that as well. Mm-hmm. People want to reverse the roles and they don't understand the consequences or they don't care. Right. People's hearts have gotten hard mm-hmm. to where they would rather condemn me for talking about a thing than to actually look at their own life and look at what it is you're doing. Right. 
I've had people condemn me for merely having this kind of discussion, just pointing out that, hey, you say you're a Christian. Well, guess what the Bible says about this stuff, you know? And it's like they would condemn me for merely talking about it, let alone the fact that they would turn around and they would go participate in a poor form of serial polygamy, which is bouncing from one person Mm -hmm. to another. Well, no, no, not just that. But I mean, leaving, it's like women leaving their husband and then going to another guy Mm -hmm. when it's like, well, why did you do that? And you hear the reasons of why some people leave their spouse or whatever. Um, It may sound silly, but I just heard a guy just told me about a woman that he knew that was married to a guy for a couple months. And the reason why she divorced him is because he let her, not his, but her dogs outside when she had expressed to him that they was to only be inside dogs. And I'm just like, man, this what happens if they have to go? You know what? I don't know. So are they just supposed to go on her side of the bed? It doesn't matter, man. All I know is it sounds stupid. Yeah. I mean, it just sounds like straight foolishness to sit there and divorce somebody after two months over of a small matter. When you used to see older people stay together for 40, 50 years. My parents are 41 years uh, tomorrow. Wow. 41 years married. Interesting. I'm trying to find this verse I was talking about earlier. So this is the way I perceive this man is that there is a scripture Mm -hmm. that mentions how that, that there would be seven women to one man at some point, at some time. Seven women to one man. That's, That's one for every day of the week, dude. Okay. So it also mentioned how that the women would say, we'll get our own food, we'll get our own clothes, Where does it whatever. say this in the Bible? I will find it. So I, I need to see this because I need to put this on a shirt and wear it around. <laughs> Ladies? <laughs> well, no, 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 no. It, 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 I'm not saying of what time it said this. I mean, you're talking about something that was wrote. I mean, it's oh, in, I think it's yeah. in the book of Isaiah or something. So you're talking about, you know, I got you 3,000 years ago or something. So, I mean, but... I perceive some of the things that we have been witnessing in our time that it, that could possibly lead to such a scenario where women, you know, wasn't even concerned about, you know, making money, but they was concerned about the reproach of not having children. What? My mic stand is limp. It keeps falling. <laughs> they make a pill for that. The mic stand? <laughs> I'm just kidding. But uh, I'm trying to get this mic stand adjusted. <laughs> oh, man. It's going down. Yeah. You need to stop, man. The dirty mind is low. <laughs> you're, not, you're not staring at <laughs> What? <laughs> Oh gosh! All right, it is ten forty. Ten four. Ten four. Ten four. Ten four. Good part. Hey, go did crank you, it did now. You ain't get no sleep. Yeah. So I really don't think we touched on some of the 
things I was wanting to well, get. Well, it is into, Saturday. Right? We could we could meet tomorrow if you're wanting to tomorrow evening and do another continuation of this. So I have some things to catch up on, but uh, I'm trying to find this this scripture. Uh, seven women to one one man. Now, I don't think that's always a good idea because, you know, some women wouldn't, I don't think that they would qualify yeah. for such things. Like, I mean, some men understand full and well that you probably don't want to deal with more than one. You know? Right. But for those of us that understand that strength is in numbers and um, that the Lord did command us to be fruitful and multiply, because if that's in Genesis, you know, this is what I'm this is what I've seen is that why should a man feel guilty as long as he's not deceitful about it? You know, right. that's a whole nother issue. Like I said, like, you know, the scriptures don't promote a guy, you know, being able to just easily leave his woman. Right. And then go to another woman. It doesn't promote that. So that's not what I'm saying. I'm not trying to promote that kind of crap. But I mean, I'm saying that like if you're, you know, if, you know, you want um, like a side chick or whatever. I mean, I kind of see that the scriptures promote a man to have the ability to do such a thing. Mm -hmm. Because there are some instances where they do it anyways, and they may not be Christian or whatever. And whether it's, you know, it's a celebrity or whatnot, some of them sweep it under the rug. Some of them, you know, they just don't have the media all up in their business all the time. Right. But you know just as well as I that some people in this country get away with stuff because they're rich and famous. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Isaiah 4, so let me see here, and in that day, so before that it's probably talking about a certain things that would indicate a particular time, but it says, in that day seven women shall take hold of one man, saying, we will eat our own bread and wear our own apparel, only let us be called by thy name to take away our reproach. That's Isaiah chapter four verses. Well, that's just a verse one. Yep. Does that mean all of the men die? Well, see, that's that's what I was. That was what I was trying to get at, man. Is that in certain times of human history, it would make sense for a guy to want to, you know, repopulate. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But because in America we don't know about that, we we think we're overpopulated. But it's just because they're forcing people into the cities. It's like I'm not into this 15 minute city one world either. But that's what they're building. Yeah, but Center I mean, Grove, all those places, they're all going to it. There's 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 a lot that can be said about this matter, man. Yeah, but I mean, if if one thing was to be taken out of this is the fact that. Christians don't have the same beliefs, even as other Christians. Right. Oh, that's what they make denominations for. Well, no, no, no. I mean, I'm saying that, like, you can have somebody claim to be a Christian, you know, but that doesn't it doesn't mean that they care what mm -hmm. the scriptures say. Right. So it's like, what is your faith based on? True. If your foundation is saying that I heard the gospel, which has to come from scriptures, 
the, 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 and then you have to have the validity of the scriptures. So sometimes, you know, it's nice to see that archaeological finds mm-hmm. back up the validity of the Bible. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. But for somebody like yourself, you, you've been around it your whole life, right? Mm-hmm. I have not. So there was times where I needed, you know, the Lord's intervention in my life to bring me to a place of faith in him and in his Bible. So, I mean, there is a difference, though, between somebody that adheres to scripture, that trusts the Bible and is willing to study it out versus somebody that don't care. Right. I mean, if you just don't care, you don't care. And it's like, in other words, if you don't care, then how can you condemn somebody else for merely going by what the Bible says? This is true. What are you supposed to govern your life with? Yeah. I mean, how do people know, you know, whether or not to go to the speed limit or not? Of course they don't. But you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like you have law enforcement. Yep. If you drive too crazy, law enforcement will do something. Absolutely. Right? Yep. But when they're not around, then you're kind of... You're kind of you're able to, you know, break those laws without consequences at the moment. Right. Right. So if we're going by the law of the Bible, the laws of the Bible, then it makes sense. It's like, well, there's people that will they will break the law until they're caught. Right. And they and and some of us could even say, hey, I, I didn't know the law said that. How are you supposed to know you've broken the law until somebody comes and tells you, hey, you broke the law? Yep. So, like, all of us have sinned according to whose standards? God's. Who? God's. Which one? Yeshua. (laughs) Oh, bro. So... He, his name's Jesus. Mm. Yeshua, the most high God. He's the one that we that history says that he died on a cross, right? Mm-hmm. So if we've all sinned, is that not why he had to pay the price on the cross? Correct. So what is it that he taught while he was a man, like while he was on earth? Did he not say, repent? Mm -hmm. So, like, if I don't repent, whatever that means, if I don't repent, then could that mean that I'm disobeying the gospel? Because it wouldn't all of it predicate based on the fact that there's a standard that the creator has and I need to learn about his standard, mm-hmm. not just go by what society says and, you know, whether or not people think I'm good and all this stuff or whatever. I mean, the judgment that we're, pro- we're, we're all going to see one day is based on what we believe as Christians that, that a man will be judged. Right. And a woman will be judged based on her role. A man will be judged on his role, whatever. You know, it's like, if we believe that, then it's like, well, there's a lot of women that are in trouble. Right. Yeah. There's a lot of men that are in trouble. There's a lot of people in general that they're not trying to regulate their lives yeah. by by any kind of biblical standard at all. It's, what they, it's how we get the lukewarm Christian. Well, no, I'm talking about people that are not even Christians at all. Oh, I got you. 
I'm just saying that like in general, like you, you know, you can be an immoral believer right? to where you're, you know, and some would probably count me as that if they, you know, but again, who's, whose judgment matters the most? Yep, exactly. Would it be yours? Your own. Your dad? Yeah. Would it be the pastor of this church? I think the judgment of who it matters most would be the Lord's primarily. Yep. And that's why we need to, you know, be careful not to condemn people for stuff that I, I have a way to defend my beliefs. Mm hmm. But it's like, but what lifestyle do I practice? So, I mean, I'm not actively a polygynist. I mean, as far as, I mean, I'm single and I literally have no relationships pending, if that makes any sense. Right. I mean, there's, I mean, it's just one of them things, man, where it's like, if you just talk about a matter, that doesn't mean you're guilty of a thing. Right. But even then, it's like if I was to choose to live that lifestyle, I think it'd be my business. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. As long as I wouldn't do anything like out of the ordinary, right? Yep. Because I don't believe in this whole thing under 18 stuff. Because, I mean, you know, when some people hear that that terminology, polygamy or polygyny, they immediately think of Mormons or some cult leader or whatever that, uh, you know, that wants to marry 13-year-olds. And do you think that's what... Do you think the Bible promotes that? No, not at all. No, not a bit. Not a bit. All right, man. Another time. Yep. We'll uh, have to. I guess I should be giving you those edibles. Yeah.